He's made the biggest mistake in the company to date, I think. I was about 20 grand in debt, lost even more than, well, I had nothing anyway, but. And yeah, the respect got, you lost at that point from people. Yeah, lost lost everything um, and was in a really bad place. But you pinch yourself every day and you think, are oh, we meant to be here? Welcome back to the Nat West Business Show. I'm your host, Angelica Bell, and I am so excited to share the incredible business owners we have lined up for you this season. First up, we have Brad and Sam, who make up the wildly successful Bald Builders. Now, they've gone from builders in a van to working in a fully-fledged film studio, vlogging relentlessly and presenting an award-winning radio show five days a week. They prioritise trust, quality and consistency, which is why they've reached the lofty heights they have. If you want to build a business empire, this episode is for you. Brad, Sam, welcome to the pod. Don't! Don't do that. Wow. This I, is true. I, I think our job's done. <laughs> we don't need to say no more. You've done Loft, it all for lofty, us, didn't you? Lofty was a... I like that one. You like that? Lofty. Widely yeah. and, wow. Yes. You're going to have worldwide domination. <laughs> That's a it. big ask. No, listen. That's a big ask. We're so glad you're here. Thank, Thank you very for much. being on the podcast. Um, now, before we go into your empire and talk about it, <laughs> I might as well just keep these words big. Yeah, yeah. No. keep them big, keep them big. I always ask our guests mm-hmm. about a confession. Okay. Confession. So you've got to be honest here. It could be something you feel you should have known mm. <laughs> before you started off on your journey or a mistake that you made that helped you get. <laughs> he's laughing. Why are you la- you haven't even finished your laugh. Why are you laughing? No, because he's laughing because he's made the biggest mistake in the company to date, I think. It's only a small one, really, but it's still a big one. It could have, it been, could have been worse. Go on. So we've done a bit of content with another guy that does social media, but... We were paying him on a per video basis. So whatever the video earned, he'd get 50-50. Rev share, wouldn't it? So let's just say, for example, it was it earned $500, right? You would convert that and you would pay the conversion from the dollars to the pounds. Right. You get paid in dollars. Okay. I paid him in pounds so the dollar big, amount. So he got a bigger cut. He so got he got a bigger, a bigger cut, cut. On our platform. <laughs> So we grafted the bit of content and in the depth of it, my man earned more money than we did <laughs> and we put more graft into it. Yeah, but that, that's, that was the only time I've touched anything with and numbers. that's why I do the finances. <laughs> man yeah. can't use a calculator. But it, could, it, I'm like, was it a big money? It was, it was big enough. Yeah, it was big enough. It could have been bigger though, so. Pay your mortgage at the end of the month, it was big enough. <laughs> no! Yes, yes, that's why he don't yeah. do the finances. But he always messaged me, that guy, asking me more work. <laughs> I was like, yeah, keep asking. He keeps asking. And I deal with Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another video. Yeah, Sam will do the money. You're doing the radio. That's a confession. Confession. Should we confess the radio? We're on a blag. (laughs) We're We're going to be straight with you. We're on a blag with radio, right? We, We knew nothing about presenting radio of any sorts. And we turned down the opportunity to present it four to five times. Nervous, just didn't know if we was going to do it right. And then the carrot sort of got dangled. Mm, definitely got dangled. It got tangled. So then we thought we'd give it a go. And we're a year into hosting this national breakfast show now. And I still believe every morning we're blagging. <laughs> we're blagging. <laughs> we're blagging. <laughs> we turn up every day and we do our best. And, and listen, numbers are doing well. So something's working. But you pinch yourself every day and you think, oh, we meant to be here. Yeah. So why did you take it then? We got pestered by our radio producer. Who's our producer now? Four years ago, whenever it was, five years ago. Come on, boys, I follow you on socials. You boys would be great. So he believed in us to do it. 
And I think it was the the want of saying yes to him. Jack, he's, he's brilliant. And he's a very, very close friend now. Okay, but, yeah. so I think we need to put the radio show in context. Okay, so let's talk about how Board Builders came about and where your business is now. Mm. Ten years ago? Ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. So we, was, we, had this, we had this website online where we were selling building materials. Um, Sam was in the garage of my house yep. at the time. And I was, we set this system up. We spent eight years, but we was far too soon to the market. The market's still not there now. Mm. And we spent two million quid with investors. And we've done about two million quid. And we got it to where it was. I nearly sold it to one of the big boys in the industry. They told us to come back a year later with it working. And at this point in time, we wasn't trading, did we? We didn't no, trade we it didn't, at all. didn't have nothing. So I said, all right, leave it with me. I'll go out on socials. I'll go back building, because I was off building at the time, to help build the system. I'll go out on social media and I'll create some fun content. Sam, you run the orders from my garage. And within 12 months, we did a million quid. A million pound turnover. We grew 40,000 followers on social media and we turned this money over. And I was sitting there with the CEO of a big company, nearly sold it to him. And my business partner at the time, who was the money man, pulled the plug on the business. Had, so you had a different business partner then? We had a business partner then who was funding into our business. He was a, yeah, a, an older gentleman who had a few quid. Okay. So we was the faces of it. We was making it happen on the ground. Mm. He was the money man. But we was st- even though we turned over a million quid, we was hemorrhaging 30 grand a month. We were still hemorrhaging money. We weren't making money because of the cost of Google AdWords at the time and so forth. So when he pulled the plug on us, me and him was left out to dry. This was seven years ago with nothing. Literally nothing. Bottomed out. Completely bottomed out. I was in the mother-in-law's back garden with four kids in a caravan. Right. And I had a nice car at the time, which I paid for the year before, and I had it in my dream car. I had to sell it for half the money. Bought a caravan for my wife and my kids to live in. Bought her a little car to run around with, and we had 800 quid left. So I set up a van for Sam <laughs> to go and buy, and he come back with a black jag. <laughs> Of all things. We was travelling quite far every single day to work. We're builders, Sam. Yeah. But, <laughs> We're builders and but, we've got to do a job and you come back with a black jag. In my defence, all the tools are on the job. So all we had to do was drive to the job. So you wanted to drive to the job in style? Yeah, but it, it wasn't even in it weren't even in style. Oh, was it even it was, a good jag? It was a no, beaten up jag. Yeah. It was 800 quid worth of jag. You ain't buying a jag for 800 quid of anything good. The but tires the, weren't even good. The van I went for was was not in a good way. And the guy said, I've got this jag. And I was like, to be fair, we're travelling quite far. I'll take it. <laughs> so then I drove drove home in a, in a black jag. I'll never let him forget it. Okay, so I'm just look, I'm just trying to get everything, all the jigs off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You two are friends. Yep. You've known each other. I'm South London boy. I moved down to West Sussex 12 years. So 12 years. Okay. So as soon as I moved down. So 12 years you've known each other. Yep. You've both been builders since? I've been builder since I was 13 years of age. Let's go at 12. I started on the roofs when I was 13, mm-hmm. paying a bit of rent to my mum. And then I went back to college when I was 15 and learned the art of plastering. And I've been self-employed ever since on the age of 17. I'd done two years at college as a sparky and then gave that up and started doing sales. And then within that period, Brad was launching the website for the builders. So then I started doing the sales. So you've got different skills that you came together and you thought, yeah. this we see a gap in the market. You became friends. We're like, how can we make money or set up a business? Was it? A, did you think we want to set up a business? Was it something like that? Or did, we just want to make money? So, so when we first started and it was this website, it was all yeah. about the website and driving traffic to this website to make money. Then we found that so the attention we got on socials, and at this point, there's only 40,000 followers, mind mm. you. Mm. 
But this is nine, 10 years ago, like nine years ago. So we was one of the first to market within the construction industry to create builder-based social media content. So that's why it was so new and so fresh. Mm. When the money man pulled the plug on the, on the business, right. we, had, we went underground. We had to go back building. So we spent the next eight months. With the Jag. With the Jag. <laughs> right. I'm, 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 I'm Sam, getting it now. I'm getting it now. <laughs> and me and Sam went back building them for about 18 months with the Jag. Right. Feeling sorry for ourselves, really. I wasn't. I was driving the Jag. <laughs> <laughs> I was all right. Bro, I was smoking this Jag about. <laughs> I was all right. I'm skint, but I got yeah. a Jag. Yeah. <laughs> Literally skint as and well. And I'll tell you how skint we was. In the Jag, this was as well. This is how skint we was at the time. We were door knock. I remember door knocking on this one fella's house, asking to clean his gutter out for 50 quid. Mm. And he said, no. Nah. He said, I don't need it cleaned. We went back four times. <laughs> did, he four say, times. did he say yes? No. No. <laughs> no. no. But the full the full arc of that story is, last year I needed bought an house next door to the man. <laughs> <laughs> but it fell through the house and I bought something else. But yeah, that's how skimp we was. We were splitting 50 quid. Mm. So this is an interesting one. So to talk about someone who's investing in you, in your business, yeah. so this guy. Yeah. You know, you must have felt like he'd pulled the rug under you. Well, yeah, but you know, how did you so feel much. with that? Yeah, but he learned me so much. So I was in business with this guy for eight years. He taught me how to be a people's person. Mm -hmm. And he taught me the art of getting the best out of people without without getting the best out of them, without them even knowing that you're getting the best out of them. And it was all about respect and gratitude. And I learned that from him. So when he pulled the plug on it, there weren't no bitterness. No. It was like it didn't work for him because there was personal issues. Right. So it just didn't it just didn't work. And we was the runt and the litter at the time because we were still hemorrhaging money. So at that point in time, I just took it as a life lesson, another life lesson that we've gone through. And to be fair, it was a blessing. Although it bottomed us out, it took the comfort blanket away. And it gave me it gave me hunger. Hunger. So you went and grafted. Yeah, grafted. 18 months. Grafted, double shifting. So we was out building. So we grafted for 18 months back building, building up the pot and whatever else. We were just earning, splitting days' monies. We weren't earning nothing pretty. No. Like I said, some days we're splitting 50 quids. We were painting fences in the snow just to try and get paid off the job. Because we needed to pay, the, I was paying my mother-in-law rent for the garden space I was renting <laughs> at the time. What, in the caravan? <laughs> yeah, because we had all the kids there using her a bit of it. I was hooked up in her electric in the kitchen window. <laughs> I was emptying the toilet out from the caravan in her toilet every morning. So we had to pay our way a little bit. So we was earning money, doing this and whatever else. And then it got to a point where some boys come in and they, they liquid flow screen is called, and they, and they screeded a floor for us on the job. Oh, yeah. But I'm a plasterer. So when I watched them do it, they earned two grand off me and they was gone by 12 o'clock. And me and Sam stood there on this big project we was working on. I watched them do it. And we earned some profit out of this last job we was done. And I said, Sam, instead of splitting the profit, let's invest and set ourselves up as flow screeders. So we did. So we set up Frank's flow screed, Frank being my youngest son at the time. And I said to him at that point, turn on the socials because we didn't delete the page. We had the page at 40,000 followers, but it was dormant for 18 months. So we turned on the page and the first video, do you remember it? Yeah. Brad went to get milk for two years. <laughs> was the video. The first video <laughs> was him. We had a van at this point. Fast forward a little bit. Yeah. We're in a van now. He's sitting in the van. I walked past with a pint of milk. Brad, where you been? So I went out to get a pint of milk. You've been 18 months. I said, I'm back now. You ready? And that was the start. So you created a story. A story arc to it while we was gone. And it was all about going out to get a pint of milk. And that was the story arc to coming back and hitting socials. And then within a year, we hit a million followers. And and and, and the content changed. Because before, it was me and Sam messing about doing build, no, me and the other guys doing build a prank stuff. Mm -hmm. Sam was behind the scenes. When we come back, it was about mine and Sam's friendship and the dynamic with me, Sam, and my wife. 
because there's three of us, me, Sam, and my wife. We're we're the three partners in yeah. the business. She plays a massive role in this. Yeah, she's, she's the, the boss. boss. <laughs> she's, she's the, the governor. Boss. She, she is, is the governor. I've been with her since I was 12 years of age. So really? we got together when we was 12, split up when I left school at 13, full time since we were 17. She's the governor. She keeps mm. everything in, in, in track. She she allows us a little bit of rain. Yeah. But when she thinks we're testing the water, she pulls it back a little bit and says, calm down. I think that would be a better route rather than that. Do you think, I mean, this is really interesting that, you know, you're in a trade mm -hmm. building, you know, you won't, you don't usually hear that. Do you think social media is vital now for your for your business or people who want to succeed in their business to almost to, to give them a different angle to what they're doing and show an insight into this world because it is fascinating. You, no. I mean, people, grafters, you've got skills. I mean, mm. I'm getting my house renovated at the moment. You see it then, yeah. And I see it, I see what, you know. Are they the vlogging? No, but I'm putting them on my okay. social media. Yeah. Yeah. But they've got banter, you know, and I don't have time to do it, but yeah. Yeah. they've got banter, they've got art, they've got skill. And the amount of people that message me going, oh, those guys are great amazing mm. and, they, and then they go oh and, they, and that works brilliant mm. the industry's changed now for last since two years yeah about two in years. the last two years the industry on social media for trades has changed everyone is on social media because they're on social media and, and they're accounted, accounted for because the client can see that they're doing it day in day out and it's regular and the boys that are doing it regular and are posting every day all of a sudden they're winning big jobs and if they've seen them on socials and they followed them for a couple of months they as soon as that tradesman goes to your house you feel like you've known them yeah, yeah. because that because you've been watching them for the past 2 months 3 months however long it's been mm. you already know who they are before they've entered your house yeah so you're already you, your foot's already in the door without That's even having bit. to knock on it yeah but do you know what I mean if you're coming on my job yeah, you better you better get on with the you job. Better you better get on with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but that's media. the hardest bit because what people think is, oh, you spend all your day on social media posting videos. You see ten minutes of our day on social media. We post three videos a day. Yeah, most videos are five minutes long. Let's say mm. you're seeing fifteen minutes. What goes on for the next twelve hours? Yeah, and that's a general builder's life. You know, most builders are working twelve hour days, mm. aren't they? Ten to twelve hour days now. So, so what's the craziest thing you've done on your social media? We stuck a skip upside down. So we built a scaffold tower. <laughs> this is a promo video, and this won us a year's contract. We we built a scaffold tower. We stuck a skip upside down, and then drove a two hundred thousand pound Lamborghini underneath it. Removed the props to see if this glue held up this skip, and it worked. But we was pantsing it. Yeah, legit. It was like the first legit. Bit. Okay, what would you have done if it had gone wrong? We'd have been in trouble. <laughs> We've um, been back building full time again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I've got a job for you, boys. <laughs> I need you. The page would have gone again. You know what, though? The funny thing is, right? They won us a year's contract. We took the chance. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, what's next for the board builders? So, we've just full circle, lost everything. This year, well, just gone December, bought a house, family house, just developed it. What Spent, do you mean, lost everything? I was bottomed out. I, was, I had a million pounds worth of properties and I skinted out. So seven years ago, when I say I had 80, 800 quid for a Jag, yeah. I had 800 quid for a Jag. Okay, fine. But go fast forward now from that point. Earned a couple of quid when I was younger. Bought properties, et cetera, et cetera. And I've done all right building them, developing them. I had over a million pound worth of property before I was 24. I was a millionaire on paper. We then lose it. We're on this journey now of trying to get it back. Fast forward seven years from that point, we're back in a nice house. Sam's got his nice house. We're at the start and we're talking about buying another property which we then use as a prop for building. Okay, so you've had your ups and downs. Oh, you could say that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the downs you... Learn you... from. They're blessings. 
every down to me has been a blessing because mm. without that down, I wouldn't have learned because I'm uneducated. I didn't go to college. I, didn't, I did plastering at college one day a week, but I'm a site man. I'm on site. I'm un, very uneducated as a man when it comes to pen and paper. I'm full of life skills. And I'm but then some people might say then you're educated. I'm educated in life. Street oh, yeah. smart. Let me, I'm very street smart. You know, growing up on the streets and whatever else. I know how to earn a pound note. And, and, and being that I lost it, I know how to hold on to it this time. And I ain't losing it again. Mm. I won't lose it again for my wife and my children. So for people listening who are business owners or in the trade, I mean, that's one piece of advice. I think you'll, you know, that's a thread from what you're saying mm -hmm. today, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Keep oh, on. Keep, keep on keeping on. And, and do you know what it is? And I always say it. You've got to keep blessing people to be blessed mm. because your blessings will stop the moment you stop blessing people. So every year we do something. So for the last three years at Christmas, we've given back to 250 plus children. And we dressed up as Father Christmas. Mm -hmm. And we did this grotto during COVID. And it was totally free because every, every grotto got cancelled. So we hosted it in the rain. We got a transit van. We built a grotto on the back of it. We had the council out. We had the police out. They monitored the streets. And we gave back to 250 plus children. You had a queue right up the high street. It was street. crazy. And we've done something every year. And we do it, we do it weekly. You know, we bless people weekly without even doing it socially. Because yeah. it ain't about that. We, we, we bless because we want to keep being blessed. We're selfish like that. Don't get me wrong. We want to keep being blessed because I want to give my wife and my children a life that I never had. But I'm a strong believer that to be blessed, you've got to give the blessings. So you've had to take these risks and gambles and, you know, mm. put yourselves out there to make money, to be able to do that. What, what would you say some of the mistakes you've made along the way? You went for a bit, didn't you? Yeah, I've made several mistakes. I got into a lot, uh, a lot of gambling debt. Um, and four years ago, yeah, about four years ago, I was about twenty grand in debt. Um, lost even more than well, I had nothing anyway. But and yeah, the respect got, you lost at that point from people. Yeah, yeah, got lost, lost everything, um, and was in a really bad place. But obviously, having Brad there, Ray, the boss. Uh, and your and family, family, your mum and sisters. Yeah. Everyone together, family together, obviously got me through it. But it it's it taught me so much. Uh, like at the time, it was just sort of hmm. going through like in your head and you've got to come away from that to then sort of realise what, what what was going on. And yeah, ended up in a load of debt. Um, ended up in... Did that impact the business? Or? No. No. Because it is during COVID. So, mm. so as a blessing, we, we weren't... Because we didn't... We weren't building at the time we was doing social media we weren't allowed to do social media so as a blessing sam was able to have three months away yeah. from the camera and then i took charge and that's when i introduced the family into the content right it went bang mm. we still we still did the video remotely an odd little bit but it went bang it introduced the wife and the children and the people fell in love mm. and it gave him enough time to clear his nut okay. and that's off to this boy for the last he just bought a place Right, so what I mean by that, 20 grand's worth of debt in four years. He's cleared his debt off, he's saved the deposit up, mm. got his finances right, got the tax man right, because yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have got a mortgage without getting that right. No, yeah. And now he's sitting pretty and we're in the middle of doing his place up for him and it's going to look amazing when it's done. Mm. And that is just grit. Yeah, he got my support, of course, and we saved it and we done work to get, but you, to dig deep to pull himself out of that, it, it felt the same with me when I lost everything, when I mm. lost that million quid's worth of houses. You get that bit in your stomach. Yeah. And that's why we're such a great team, because we will both never give up. So another tip you've got then is when you're going to do business, do business with people you trust and you've got your hundred percent. Yeah. Because when we started socials, we was building seven days a week, doing social seven days a week. Mm. 
and not getting paid from socials, no brand deals, no radio. We was working 20 hour days until the time happened where it went ding and a switch happened. And all of a sudden we're getting paychecks and we're working and then the building can go away. But this is the thing about socials, isn't it? People see the glamour and they don't know about the growth. people out there, isn't it? Mm. People on site, socials is the best thing for me because it's, it's done me very well. It's the worst thing as well because it's so fake. People on social media will pretend they've got this perfect life, mm. their perfect relationship, their perfect children. No. I film my kids screaming and shouting because yeah. that's reality. <laughs> that's what happens. I film the fact that I've lost everything and I don't care. And he films the fact that he's had debt problems. So what? So what? Tell me an household that ain't had drama. Mm. Tell me, I don't speak to me mum, I don't speak to me dad. I do me mum a little bit now, but I didn't. We have rows. Who don't? It's family, that's what happens. That's what it is, man. Mm. You're, you're so interesting, both of you. I'm sitting there like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I want to go for a beer with you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, that's what it's about. Time to interrupt the podcast with trending takes. Okay, now our team have scoured the web for topics, mm -hmm. tweets, and other talking points. Um, and we've written some statements down about business and we want to know what you think about it. So, mm -hmm. are you happy with that? Yeah, of course. Whatever you say goes, you're the boss. <laughs> no, no, your wife is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The best marketing advice is to build trust over time. Well, that's building a brand, isn't it? Mm. Because marketing's instant, sales are instant. Building a brand takes time. Mm. Okay. Treat your network as you would family. 100%. That's what we do daily, yeah. 100%. Everyone's part of it. We're called the Bald Family. Yeah. Everyone knows us as the Bald Family for that reason. Anyone that works with us comes on holiday with us. Mm. So when oh, we had a great. family holiday, Where are we going? there we go. <laughs> there we go. We went on a big family holiday last year and we took the guys with us. Mm. And it was all about celebrating that together. And that's how you keep loyalty. If you 100%. And don't hide it from them. Let them know what, you, what you're charging, what you're earning. Mm. Be straight with them. We're on less money than some of them. Okay. A good business owner is never content with what they have. Speaks the truth, doesn't it? Mm. Do you know what it is? I'm trashed to death of losing it again. Mm. Yeah. Trashed to death of losing it again. So therefore, I just work as hard as I can every day to try and hold on to it. Because I'm so nervous and I don't know how quick it can go. Just like that. Mm. That ends trending takes. Really appreciate that. Um, and if, listen, if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, we would love to know what you think in the comments. So do get in contact. Okay, so let's talk about the building side. I know that you're mm -hmm. going to be doing that for yourselves now. That's where you see yourselves. You know, yeah. you set yourselves up and you want to build your portfolio again yeah. and work for yourselves. Also, you've got the vlogging and your radio show, which is brilliant for people in trade. Mm. But when dealing with people's homes... I imagine in the past, customers have been quite demanding. Mm. So, you know, what advice would you give to trade and people still doing it? And you might do it again. Like you said, yeah, you don't know yeah. what will happen. Well, to be honest. What would you, how yeah. would you deal with it? What advice have you got? Well, the last seven months, I've basically worked for my wife. Because it's my wife's house. <laughs> all right? So she's my client. Yeah. So I can talk first hand now. So can I. <laughs> Trust me. you got to win the wife over. you got to win yeah. the family. If, if We always do this. Whenever we went to price a job or work them mm. a job, we would win the room. And what I mean by that is if they got children, we'd win the children. When you take children, when you go and choose an house or you choose whatever, you, you ask for the children six cents. What do you think of the house? They go in there, they're, they're happy. Oh, I like this. They go in there, scream and shout. You walk out. It's like a restaurant. Same thing. So we like to go into a, a job and try and win that room. And that's with the children. If it's, if it's Christmas, we take gifts. If it's Easter, we take eggs. Birthdays, we take presents. So really? Straight away, 100% mm. on every job. 
and always get them involved with using the tools, show them, giving your hand, show them, learn them a little bit. You're right, if they are they not being a, no, 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 not being a bother. I've got four children, five children myself, not a problem. Yeah, so we spend a little time with them because it's personal. When people come yep. into your home, mate, mm -hmm. they can see everything your drawers and everything, Every <laughs> they're here. I mean, by the drawers, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, that was you, that was you. You went there, not me. But it is, it's personal. So you want Very the people personal. coming into your home to, to be part of that environment. And respect, and respect it, yeah. So obviously clean this. Unfortunately, not all trades are. Mm. And this is what I think the mentality, where we was different. We would spend two hours at the end of every day and clean. If we finished at five, we'd finish at seven. Clean. Because we was tidying. Because my wife would say to me, did you leave the house clean? That My wife, shoes off at the door. Even when they say to you, no, leave your shoes on. No, 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 I've been brought up well. I wear two pairs of socks for a reason. And that's what I do. I wear two pairs of socks every day. That's another that. story. That's another story, but I do. No, go on. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't leave the house without two pairs of socks. I feel awkward. Really? Yeah. It's strange. He thinks it's strange. I think it's normal. That's no, not. What's wrong that, with that? No one ever. I'm trying to think. Because, well, if you start walking and then it's a bit dirty, you can take the other one off and you well, can. Well, no, no, no. For no, that no, reason, no. He to just be honest. wears two pairs of socks. I don't feel comfortable with one pair of socks on. I think it stems from when I was younger, 13 <laughs> on the building site. You wear a pair of sports socks yeah. and then a pair of football socks for your boots. And ever since then, it's stuck with me. And now I've got two pairs on now, cousin. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on holiday. Okay. So I guess another lesson that you're, you know, I'm picking up from you is about having balance. Mm -hmm. So hard to get as well, you know. Work-life balance is so difficult to get. So we don't go out partying. We don't go to events with other social media people. We don't cross that line. We're not interested in that. that we're, we're, we're on our journey. We're not on this flash, glitz and glamour journey. We need to earn a living and we need to provide for our family. And build your brand. And build our brand. Mm -hmm. and, and I wrote it down a long time ago and we tried quite a lot of things. The Bull brand will be a household name at some point. I don't know what for, and I, don't, I still don't know what for. But we tapped into the cartoon market and we did animations. And we had the Bull Builders cartoon. They're brilliant. They're on YouTube. They're great to watch. But it just didn't kick off. We spent 50 grand on that in animations. We had an animator every day sitting there animating cartoons that we'd voice over. That was the best thing ever because my children was voicing over their own cartoon. And they had their own character. But our audience weren't ready for it. One day we may bring that back. I don't know. So when I said empire at the start, and you laughed. Yeah, because, it, yeah, no, 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 listen, we're blaggers. We're on the blag. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, 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 and we've got a gift from God, and that's to talk a load of rubbish. Let's do some rapid fire questions. Chuck it at Sam first. Who's going to go first? Sam. Brad. Who is your business inspiration? Me wife. <laughs> oh, I love you too. <laughs> what advice, Sam, would you give your younger selves? Don't be stupid with money. <laughs> <laughs> Believe what they say about... Uh, the house always wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep it in your pocket. What do you most enjoy about owning and running your own business? The freedom. I like the freedom to be our own people, to make our own decisions, and to be able to take a gamble on ourselves. Because the best person to gamble on is your own self. If you're going to do gambling, yeah. gamble on yourself. Don't gamble on the house. Okay. One thing nobody's talking about in business that they should be. Social media, then just, no one is there to, to say, teach yeah, you yeah. how to use social media properly mm. and get the best out of it for for what for what you're doing on your social media. It's got a fit for you, isn't it? Mm. I speak to a lot of a lot of boys that are in the building trade, and I've helped them with how they run their social media and how they even earn money because they never knew, like we never knew. So I've passed that knowledge on to them, and now they're earning money. 
How do you stay motivated during tough times? <sighs> yeah, that's a good one for you. Come on. Yeah. What uh, made you want to turn it around when you were broke? The fact that I couldn't let him down, the family down, everything that we built, I couldn't let that down because I could have quite easily just gone to ground and never been seen again in in what we was doing. But the the loyalty to the family and the business and everything we've done sort of dragged me through and, and kept me striving. And obviously I've always wanted to be successful. So that always was in my back of my so mind. So that dream was always there. That dream was always there. It never went. What's your favourite part of being an entrepreneur? Do you know what? Not knowing how much money you're going to make tomorrow. Mm. Because that's social media. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no hourly rate. There's no fixed rate. And you don't know, you could put the same video out tomorrow and the same one out in a month's time and they'd do different numbers. We put one video out two years ago and it got 220 million views. Earned us quarter of a million pounds. That one, one post. four minute video. We ain't had one since, but that one video and then we invested that and bought our calf. You got a calf? <laughs> coffee drive through. Why don't you tell me My that? Daughter runs it. <laughs> we got a coffee drive through, garden centre calf, mother in law, daughter run it. They work on that. So, from your success as a business, you've got offshoots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we employ all the family. So, my, my son, he's in I number next week. He can't wait to get on the books. Yeah, he's back on. <laughs> my daughter's on the books. She's halfway buying her house now. She saved out. So, they live at home for free, but I make her save a good portion of her wages. So, she's halfway to a deposit for her first house. She's 19. By the age of 20, she'd be on the market. And my Teddy starts when he's 16. By the time he's 18, he'll have his first house. He's staying at home until they got it, so they can save it. I never had the opportunity. We're giving it to the children. Where can people follow you online to know more about you and your madcap business? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. And I've got to say, props to him. He runs every social media. I don't post All nothing. Of All of them. I don't post nothing. No, he doesn't. We've got three and a half plus million followers. YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, multiple pages, not just the ball builder stuff. We've got other pages. Mm. And Sam posts and runs all of that. I run the business. I deal predominantly with the content the, with the family. Yeah, paperwork. He'll he'll shoot the content with the family. But then obviously... And I'll just are. give it to Sam. And then Sam uploads and deal every post. I haven't, don't do posts. He's mad. He's never He's the brain so this, again, so, so this is another thing. If you're in partnership, know your strengths yeah. and weaknesses. Yeah, it's no good being in partnership with two of the same people because all you do is clash and yeah. headbutt each other. I've been there. Yeah. Two <laughs> people striving for the same thing, you clash and headbutt each other. That's he, the difference. He's good with the paperwork and, and I do the social. He's ruthless with money. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be bankrupt tomorrow if he was in control of the purse. <laughs> not anymore, not anymore. Brad and Sam, thank you so You've been incredible and I really appreciate your honesty and openness because that's how people learn. Yeah. That's it, mate. That's how you've got to learn, isn't you? You've got to be speak open, be honest. And also, when you get around a table at dinner time with your family and your wife, mm. your husband, whatever it is, don't hide it. Mm-hmm. Don't hide what you're going through. Me and my wife were open and we, and we talk about what's going on, what moves we're making next. And because of that, it's where we are today. Because before... The reason we lost it probably is because I was that guy who was out yeah. and I was doing what I needed and she didn't know art the stuff I was getting on mm. with. We're very good at hiding things. Who? 
the people in general. Oh, people very in general. Oh, I was going to say, say, I've heard about double yeah. socks. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. yeah. You don't know about the boxers, cause <laughs> 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 they were joking. Oh, listen, good luck on your Thank worldwide you. domination. <laughs> <laughs> we're sticking where we are. Thank you. We're happy where we are. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Don. Thanks for having us. And to those of you listening, thank you. Don't forget to hit follow and subscribe to keep up to date with the next episode and the wonderful story of business success. As always, if today's episode has positively impacted and inspired you, head over to the NatWest website for information and tools that can help you take those next steps to success. Thank you and see you on the next episode.